Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. It's time for Rescuers, the show about people who change and save lives. Now, here's your host, Art Brooks. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Rescuers Radio Show. Good to see our worldwide audience in check now. Um, You know, you can hear every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. uh, the program at Faith Talk 1360, uh, uh, faithtalk1360.com. And please go to our website, rescuersradioshow.org, where you can hear all of the shows on podcast, as this is a listener show, uh, supported show as well. If you ever feel like you wish to do that, you can find your way through the uh, website as well. Really excited about my guest right now, a, a pro golfer, Ken Chase. Hi, Kent. Hey, Art. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be here, totally. No, no problem. So uh, I'm going to start off with uh, with telling our audience you're a pro, were, maybe still are, a pro pro golfer. We're going to go through that. And co-author of a, a book called Jesus is My Mulligan. I always need all the mulligans I can get. <laughs> we and, all do. Thank you. Jesus yeah. is a good source. Yeah. So, um Welcome to the Rescuers Radio Show, Ken. Thank you again, Art. It's a pleasure. It good really to, is. It good really to have is. you here. Um, before before sharing um, travels and success and no success, I want you to share with our audience uh, how you got to this point in your life. Wow, that's a crazy story, and it's kind of a long story, but I'll attempt to make it kind of short. But I've been around a little bit. I had a great golf career playing golf around the world, actually living in 37 different countries, um, actually competing and then and then actually teaching around the world as well. So I am still a PGA golf professional, lifetime member, life member is what it's called. And ultimately, I, my career became teaching because that was my gift, and I and I managed to have a lot of success stories that were my students that made it to high level golf and won golf scholarships and started winning championships around the world at every level, including the tour, LPGA and PGA. And it became my amazing passion. But through a tragedy in my life, I kind of made my life become a big time tragedy because I became addicted to alcohol in a very bad way because that's how I thought I could drown my pains. And I and I really purposely thought, my gosh, if I just drink alcohol, then I don't have to struggle and I can go to sleep at night. While my wife was suffering a seven-year battle with her cancer wow. that went from breast cancer to bone cancer and oh, kept wow. metastasizing to different issues and eventually became brain cancer and strokes. And then 
everything just kind of did she live through all of that? She didn't. She she made it seven years. Okay. And the oncologist said he's never seen such a, an amazing battle. And I know anybody. I'm not saying we all have battles that go through cancer, but. It was just this crazy battle that just we had three little kids and they're all watching mommy die and everybody's it seems like we're going to different churches and everybody's praising the Lord for for healing and my one son my son I have three two daughters one son um, he kept saying how come everybody keeps getting healed except mommy and we've got congregations around the world praying for her what's what's up dad so it became hard to have this beautiful thing called faith and so we he and I were the ones that kind of went off the deep end. Um, so he got into some issues with with alcohol and and things like that, and and we both ended up in in trouble. And I ended up finding a way to get some DUIs, and uh, and it didn't work out so good. And that got me in trouble. And that um, you go from being the master teacher of of golf to um, a guy that's in jail. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up at Teen Challenge, which so is, is, a, is all of this taking place in Arizona. All of it, all of okay. the problems were in Arizona. <laughs> yeah, okay. they were. Right. Fortunately, nothing out of country, but yeah, um, Arizona. Um, so yeah, so Teen Challenge became a really important thing for me. You were in prison at that time. Actually, I had to go to prison as well in Teen Challenge, and I did Teen Challenge twice. So I was really once I got into alcohol, it got to be a, a, a problem. So I never got to the root of the problem till I ended up at the Dream Center. That's a really long story, but. First, I had to write my book, Jesus is My Mulligan. Yeah. And it's crazy because I professed my faith to the, to the world. It was a world audience, and it's, um, it's an amazing thing that you profess your faith and then fail again. And that's, that's, that was a difficult thing for me. And after the book came out? After that okay. book came out. Okay. So my first book was If I Only Had a Mulligan, yeah. and I got one. And then my next book was Jesus is My Mulligan. And then I thought I had it, and I and I didn't quite give what's called give it all yeah. to the glory of God, give it all to the Lord, give it all to Jesus. Right. I was kind of giving it all, and and I thought I had it, but but then I had another tragedy, and yeah. and there I went back into the alcohol thing, and I, alcohol and me, are, it's, I, I can't just have a beer or two because it becomes three or four, and then it becomes worse than just want one. It becomes need one because you got the shakes if you don't have one. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happened. So uh, you went to the Dream Center. Yeah. Was that uh, to get you out of alcohol or what? It got so bad, and and it's the best thing that ever happened in my life because um, I went from living a five-star lifestyle of the rich and famous to living on the streets. And that didn't take – that took probably only a couple of years to go from the – what I call the top – to worse than the bottom, but the thing is, my one of my daughters actually found my son and me living on the streets, dead broke. We didn't have anything anymore, because that's what happens if you end up on the streets. It's just everything pretty much is going to go away. Yeah. And but eventually, um, somehow I don't even know how she did it, but um, we didn't have phones anymore because everything gets taken from you, yeah. um, and then you're out begging for money to get anything, and then. You're so messed up that the the people that are fentanyl addicts or whatever it is, most people are doing fentanyl out there because you live amongst them. And, as long as they can, it's oh deadly. Oh, my gosh, it's deadly, and that's yeah. why people are bent, and that's why you see yeah. a lot of people struggling out there. So when you live amongst them, that's when you gain this word compassion. And when my daughter found me laying under some um, bus bench at some bus stop somewhere in South Phoenix, she found me through a phone call that my son was able to figure out a way to get wow. to her without a phone. And she found me and picked me up and took me to the Dream Center. So and, uh, I have a question. Who at the Dream Center 
became your champion? Well, there became some some amazing people along the way. The first guy that intercepted me in, in the intake was a guy named Clarence Richardson, and he was he was a godsend to me because he was an athletic man, and I'm an athlete, and, and, and he spoke wisdom into my heart, and he let me detox there. And then when this I was at the Dream Center, at the Dream Center, okay. my first week I was on a wheelchair. I couldn't even yeah. walk anymore. I didn't come. Is this in the a, one in L.A. or here? No, Phoenix. Here. Phoenix. Okay, mm-hmm. got it. And then this man named J.D. Hill. Um, you guys, I think, have had him on the show before. He's a major athlete, superstar, all pro, all everything. He is amazing. He's amazing. And he actually has been through the L.A. Dream Center and the Phoenix Dream Center. And he admits, he testifies as part of his testimony that he's been through quite a few um, um, drug and alcohol rehabilitation centers. But but he is now um, clear of addiction and now a major teacher and a major influence to people that that come and live at the Dream Center as a resident going through our addictions and our problems, whatever the problems may be that got us there. And my gosh, he spoke into me. He spoke into everybody, but me as an athlete, I just took everything he said and ran hard with it. And and I just certainly gave it all to the Lord and all to the glory of God. And I changed my life and and I became this amazing Christian. And it's when my new walk with Jesus, my unexpected new beginning began. Yeah. You know, uh, it, it's easy to look back. E- even in my life, I was I was um, um, b- baptized when I was like 12 years old. And if, if the people holding me underwater would have known what my life was going to be like, they would have kept me underwater. underwater. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Good one, Art. I like that. So, uh, yeah. so yeah, wow. uh, you know, yeah. so w- we all have those stories. We all have the happenings in our life that really aren't aren't very good. But once in a while, uh, God will lead you in that place, right? Right. And I was one of those guys that got led into my place. and. Yeah. And my first thought when I came to my senses and starting having a brain again, going through the education and the biblical training principles through the program at Dream Center, I got this brainstorm of writing my next book. God had a plan for this mulligan because I'm getting back some people in my life that forgave me for my problems, including people that have supported me for many, many years, like like Alan Solheim, who who um, is, a, is is one of the brothers that own Ping um, Golf Equipment. He's he been did, on this show. Okay, so he never lost his faith in me. And a lot of companies, if you know professional sports, you get endorsed by certain companies. Well, but they don't want to hear that you've got another problem and there you are back in, in your mess again. So you kind of lose all those. The, the way you make money is gone. And but 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 Alan Solheim believed in me, and and, and they in my book it says um, we believe in Ken Chase, and it's like wow. And so here I am writing my next book. God had a plan for my mulligan, but I switched the title to God had a plan for our mulligans because it's all of us that need these do-overs and get these do-overs. But at some point, you got to stay put. Keywords by J.D. Hill. Catch the vision. Keep the vision. Don't fumble. And that's where I got to. And those were words that he kept speaking into me. That's right. <laughs> so, <laughs> true story. And then and then the catch the vision and don't fumble and, and stay put. Well, I stayed put. And then Brian Steele, the CEO of Dream Centers, offered me a position as a staff member as I was— Doing what? Well, in the development team because we need to raise funds for a lot of different— purposes a lot of different the development of people about, or? well development the whole the whole um, idea of dream centers is we're helping 
um, the, the, the people that are struggling in the world, whether it's homeless, helpless, yes. addicted, afflicted, just addicted to anything. And a big, huge thing in my biggest compassion at this point in my life is the victims of human trafficking. And that's where Jeff Maig became a part of this team. He's already a major part of Dream Center and just a gifted man in all ways, including singing. Oh, my gosh. But he, he is now um, leading the human trafficking division of Dream Centers, and I get to be on his team, his right-hand man, and I'm, I'm the dream advocate, and I get to be a spokesman for this wow. cause, and I get yeah. to use my gift of golf for a crazy different purpose, bringing God into the public school system through the avenue of golf, which is crazy amazing, and then that's Tom Lagering and GPS, God's Plan for Students Golf Programs and Schools, and paralleling or putting it under one umbrella with the Dream Centers and Where Hope Lives, so it's prevention and recovery, and we're able to put together a recovery program where the people graduating from the first phase of, of Phoenix Dream Center are able to have a career path where they could have volunteer to career with accountability where they can actually have a chance at, at having a career in the in the world of an industry where there's lots of different job descriptions where they can pursue a, pu- a future with a new hope for a guaranteed living where they could actually go forward in life and perhaps start a family again or regain yeah. their family. The whole long story, but it's, it's a ministry that God Around, put me in. I, I found one of your uh, sayings, dream big for, F-O-R-E, as in golf, Big dream, uh, big, uh, dream big for big dreams. Dream big for big dreams, and that's pretty much one of that's our pretty much our biggest motto. Because Pastor Luke Barnett of Dream City Church is um, one of his one of his amazing sermons. They're all amazing, but he was talking about it is okay to to understand that your biggest dreams can become your biggest prayers, and as long as they're within the will of God, those dreams and those prayers are going to get some pretty good answers. It might not be in your perfect timing, but God has a plan for you, so it is okay. Dream big for big dreams, because big dreams can become your biggest prayer, and watch (laughs) out, here we come. It all changes, and then when you got God with you, and you're done with all that worries about spiritual warfare, because Jesus got you covered by his blood, you get to go for it, and it's amazing the way your dreams just start coming into reality. Didn't take me long to figure out that it, that uh, it wasn't me that found God; He found me. Wow! Because well, they always know where we where we are. Wow! They, they've been tracking us since we were born. It, I believe yeah. that now. Well, I know that. I, yeah. I, I, bet I believe it. I used to believe it, and now <laughs> I know it because that's what happened <laughs> to me. No doubt. Yep. Yeah. So. Um, you turned that corner. Uh, no going back. No going back. No turning back. It's in the past, and there and there is some good in your past, but you yeah. got to keep the good, but get rid of that bad right. part. Right. Yeah. Well, all the people that helped you uh, are certainly positives in your life, right? Um, and um, gosh, have you have you are you getting back into the golf? Wait, I have a question about golf in general. Okay, got it. I don't know much about it, but I know and and can see and hear sometimes some of the athletes that are golfers, pro golfers, higher le- highest level of golf, travel by themselves. I guess when you make enough money, that's not the case. But a lot of times, if you're a struggling golfer, you're trying. You're you're driving your own car to place to place to place to place, and and that can be dangerous, right? 
it, it seems like an open door for some of these things to happen. You know, if when you, get, I'm not asking. No, you're you right. To, the beginning when you're, I was in a good in a good place because I was um, um, endorsed right away out of college, and okay. I was able to travel on airplanes and yeah. hotel rooms booked, and everything was I, I had it made. They were paid for you, right? Yeah, yeah. I got out of college. I made all Americans. Somehow, I had a success story. People took notice, and, and yeah. my career just took off. <laughs> I'm one of those ones that are so blessed. Yeah, and then and then others. They graduate from college without that, and then you, they want to play golf for a living, and they work diligently, and they live in their van or they live whatever, and they go from one yeah. town to the next week after driving across the country all the time living, and it's a tough life. And it's a, and some of those guys make it, and those guys so are— that, that would be like the, the, the league below— Many tours and all these yeah, different All, all of these other yeah. tours— yeah, worldwide could be in Asia. Here oh yeah, and then you chase all the different yeah. tours. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. Yep. So, um, gosh, uh, so you're not on. You have a lifetime card. You're not playing on tour right now. You're you're educating. You're giving lessons to to kids, teens. What are you doing with your teaching part? The crazy thing is that God gave me a gift of teaching. Um, and it became apparent because when I was competing, especially on the Asian tour, I got to know people like Chichi Rodriguez. And if you don't know his name, he's yeah. this crazy superstar that can do anything with a ball that you can imagine. What's the club in his? In his oh yeah, he's he's in his, yeah. in his holster and like to, a yeah, like, and like I'm a sword. I, yeah, like that. And I'm one of those kind of people, and I and I can do crazy things with my ball. So people would ask me, "How do you do that?" People that I'm playing golf against, especially the people over in the in in China or or Japan or Malaysia or wherever it is, even in Central America. So I'm teaching these these fellow playing golf competitors of mine and then it became apparent that I could, and then everybody started wanting to learn from me and all of a sudden I'm teaching all these junior golfers and they're and I have a unique way where I can grow help them grow their game by maximizing their potential by exploiting their weak points and then it's pretty cool and so it became my gift and now I get to do that with children and we put um what age Oh my gosh! Starting, I start them as young as three or four years old. Wow. They're coordinated. I have a I way. wish I had done that. But there's an incentive <laughs> measure to help. They want to learn when you incentivize them, and yeah. it's a long story how I do that. But anyway, so we get to teach all these children every single week. We bring busloads of children to the to the participating golf courses. Our headquarters is Sun City Country Club. Tom Lakering is the owner of that club, and here in the valley, here in the valley, yeah. and we get to teach all these children that didn't even know they like golf five hours later they love golf so we get to bring god to them by we teach them in the schools with limited flight golf balls in the auditoriums and in and uh, gymnasiums but we take them off campus once a week and bring them to the real golf courses real balls and we can speak biblical principles into the into the hearts and souls of these children while we teach the principles of golf and they parallel perfectly so they get to learn about Jesus while they're learning about golf in <laughs> PE because we got them off property and it's okay by the government. And their parents. And their parents. Well, some of, <laughs> you got to be careful because there is different, there, there's a lot of, yeah, a lot of different religions out there as we all know. We believe in relationship with Jesus and that's it, but we can't just take the kids that are from these different countries and different religions and start preaching on them too hard, but we certainly can plant seeds like crazy and my gosh, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, you must have a crew uh, 
that works with you. I mean, you had a you had tremendous help when you were going through uh, the uh, the. Can't remember the name of it now. <laughs> you mean the the program at Dream Center? Yes, Dream Center. Tremendous. So help. you had tremendous help there, and 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 what keeps you going now? Because you you can't walk away from having too many people around you that that can help you, right? Well, the amazing thing is, uh, and all of these teaching and all of that, right? I was offered a position as a, as a um, live-in staff member at the Dream Center. And so I have a fully furnished apartment and an office where I get to attract um, ways to entertain raising right funds in my gift. So that's what nice. I get to do. So yeah. I get to raise funds okay. living there. And it's all about our, my biggest fun thing is about God, God's plan for students, golf programs and schools and combating this human trafficking. We're the largest human trafficking residential um, um, recovery center in the in North America, the second largest in the world. We are helping these people that are... And there, there must be a separate place at the Dream Center for that. There's a separate floor. floor. It's a four-floor. It used to be a hotel. It's a four-floor yeah, right. resort, down, pretty down much. Grand but Avenue. It's, and, yep, yeah. yep. And then... Um, so so basically I get to put I get to put together fundraising events and I do shows I can do trick shot shows demonstrations and anything they pay me for it goes to the causes so, as opposed to me which is the greatest thing in the world and it's my compassion How do those that have been trapped in in uh, trafficking, how do they show up to the Dream Center? Wow, we actually find them. You, in was, many you cases. work with law enforcement. You, you work, work with, with law enforcement. Yes, anything you can think of, any way possible. We are, and, and it's a sick thing. It's a sick world out there. But they, I'm not. A, there's a lot of nice people in this world, but there's a lot of unhealthy things going on. And to me, that's that's the the, the biggest catastrophe we got going around in the world. And we used to think it was just out of country. It's big time in the United States of America, and it's huge in the Phoenix metropolitan area and 99 out of 100 people in this that are victims of trafficking are still not found. I mean, there we find one out of 100 estimated that are struggling with that issue in in this in this um, Phoenix metropolitan area alone. Yeah. So is the streetlight program is it not are they inside the Dream Center now? It's part of the Dream Center. We actually have off-campus areas too that yeah. are. I, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk too much about it, but hiding places where we house these yeah. different people for different ages, as young as ten years old. Yeah. So, um, so you're back on your feet, uh, doing great things with with your skills, um, and 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 kids that young. The parents are parents are with them. And knowing what they're doing, and and they trust you obviously, uh, in all of that. So um, you're bringing them. Uh, you're, you're right. You can't you can't show up and say you know Jesus. Jesus does love love them. We can't do altar calls. There's a little <laughs> danger there because there is people from varying religions, and you got to be careful. But we sure can talk about biblical principles beautifully, and we have a way to do that. Hey, I have to take a minute here and talk about our, our audience. Uh, I have a message for our audience. If you came in late into the Rescuers Radio Show, my guest is Kent Chase, author of the book Jesus Is My Mulligan and another book coming. Tell us about... Um, uh, so... That book is 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 on the. It's coming. 
It's coming someday, soon to someday. a neighborhood near you. <laughs> no, it's really, it's pretty far along, yeah. actually. So, uh, so uh, gosh, you came from the loft, the great loft of, of the PGA Tour. You were, you were on, the, on the higher end, never had to worry about making your own plane reservations, hotel reservations. It was all done for you. And then you hit the bottom. Wow. And, and, and now you're, you're in a different realm of graciousness, right? Uh, well, the thing is, I hit the bottom, but then I rose up, and then I hit the bottom worse. That's <laughs> a hard one. After you profess your faith and, that faith, and that's the one that got me in the very darkest place I'd ever been, because here I professed my faith to the world, and then you're back in trouble again, and that doesn't seem—you don't have very many friends after that for a minute. And fortunately, <laughs> now I, I have joy in my heart every day, and it's what gave me the compassion where I get to do what I get to do for a living to make a difference in this world, and that's all I care about. So we're we're in our last two minutes of the program, and uh, how can people contact you? Uh, how how can they get in touch with you if they want to? I guess the best way right now just just use my email, personal email. I wish I had the business ones with me right now, but I didn't really think about that. But Kent Chase Golf Schools, easy to remember, more than one school. Kent Chase Golf Schools at gmail dot com. Um, and I'll give you my, my phone number that accepts texts only. Don't call. Text it. 602-718-9109. That's 602-918. Wait a minute. hope I got that right. <laughs> 602-718-9109. That's my text only phone number. Please text. If you call, there might be a recorder on there, but I don't do that with that phone number. Okay. So, yeah, I hope to hear from you, and Kent. I really like your, your, um, your help and partnerships. Kent Chase. You're awesome. <laughs> God bless you. You, uh, God bless you for being on the Rescuer Show, and you are a rescuer. Oh, thank you. Art. God bless. Thank you God for being you. here. Thank you very much. Thursdays at 5.30 Arizona time on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ AM.